0: thanks giving day free nfl bets my name is eric i'm your host i'm ready to rock and roll this is one of my favorite days of the entire year guys for four main reasons number one i don't have to work number two getting to spend time with friends and family friends and family number three Of course the food. And then the fourth reason, the cherry on top, icing on the cake, football all day. Come on, guys. Does it get any better than this? Yes, it does. Because you can win money on this day while doing all the other things that you enjoy. And I'm here to help you win money on Thanksgiving Day, betting the NFL Super excited guys. Had a really nice week last week in some key moments. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do a Sunday podcast, Saturday podcast because I'm traveling. I'm gonna try my hardest. if I can't, at the end of this podcast, I'll let you know my liens for the week and everything else that I've bet up to this point. Uh, last week was really nice except for the player props. The player props were a disaster but I think I've corrected some things in regards to the player props. My new strategy with picking the spreads and being very selective on my parlays and teasers worked out amazing last week. And I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. And I'll tell you why. Because last week, I broke it down, and I'll say it again. I pick winners in the NFL at around a 68 to 70% clip. So 68 to 70% and this is a four year almost a five year sample size guys. So I've done this over four or five years, four or five seasons, I've picked the winners just straight up 68 to 70 percent of the time. Now what I found out last week when I was digging deep into my numbers is that teams that win, Cover 80 to 85 percent of the time. Let me repeat that again, ladies and gentlemen. NFL teams that win straight up cover the spread 80 to 85 percent of the time. So, what does that mean? That means the 69 I mean, 68 to 70 percent of the games that I pick correct every week and then you times that by .8, that comes out to around 56, 57% of the time that the teams that I think are going to win cover the spread. So that's all you need to know, and that's all I need to know. And that kind of came true last week. I wasn't so great on the three-point spreads and under, but over the large sample size this season, I'm 59%, now I'm 58%, and predicting the spreads three-and-a-half and under, And overall, I'm around 57% picking the spreads for the teams that I think are going to win. Now, with that said, let's get into the Thanksgiving picks. Enough of the stats, enough of the trends and analysis. Let's get into the Thursday Thanksgiving 2021 NFL free NFL bet picks. All right, pick number one. Let's start with the Chicago game. Matt Nagy, Rumors. Is he going to get fired? He says no, but he hasn't met with upper management, and they didn't meet with him. Apparently they meet every week. Guys, he's fired. He's fired. This is his last game. Okay, this is his last game. He says that he meets with them every week, and this week they declined to meet with him. The leadership organization, that's that's apparently what Matt Nagy calls them, The leadership organization declined to meet with Matt Nagy this week because of the short week. I highly, highly doubt that's really the reason. The real reason is the report that came out earlier today. He's going to get fired. Now, with that said, how does that alter this game in in, in terms of handicapping it, right? Well, the quarterback situation, right? And it's a plus. Andy Dalton's going to start for the Bears. That got announced today. That's great news for the Bears. He moves the offense at such a better rate than Justin Fields does. Now, that's not a knock on Justin Fields, right? Because Matt Nagy's just a bad offensive coordinator, play caller, head coach, all of the above. He's just awful. He's awful. Everybody knows it. So So the verdict's not out on Justin Fields. The verdict is out on Justin Fields that he is not good in this offense under Matt Nagy. That is what we do know. Andy Dalton, however, has shown in the very brief moments that he can move the ball. So he's going to move the ball. The fact is this, guys. Andy Dalton is going to move the ball against this Detroit Lions uh, defense. 100% fact. The Bears will get to 20 points. I'm not worried about that. Now for the Lions. Jared Goff. He is trending. That's the word today. On Tuesday, November 23rd, Jared Goff is trending towards playing. What does that mean? Is he that much of an upgrade from Tim Boyle? I don't even know if his first name's Tim. Boyle's his last name. Guys, who knows? I mean, goodness, Jared Goff is awful. He is so awful. He'll make, I mean, okay, so he'll throw like five to ten better passes than Boyle will a game, but his decision-making five times in the game where he turns it over or he fumbles, it's probably worse than Boyle. It probably is. So can you quantify Jared Goff being better than Boyle? I don't know. I mean, yeah, Jared Goff can move the ball better, but can he, you know, put points on the board or – Can he, in better terms, keep points off of the opponent's board by his turnovers? It's a little tricky situation. Bottom line is this. My first play of the week is 1.5 units, Bears minus 3, minus 115 on DraftKings. I think you can get a minus 110, maybe even minus 105. I think you can get the Bears minus 3 right now because of the Jared Goff news. People are, you know, they they gobbled up all... (laughs) gobble, 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 gobble. Turkey, day, they gobbled up all the plus three and a half, so the Lions, a hard minus three. Okay, minus three on the Bears, plus three on the Lions. I really overthought this one last year, and I'm really mad at myself about it. I thought, I think the the Lions played the Panthers last year before Thanksgiving, they got shut out, and um, ironically was Matt Patricia's swan song, and now it's turning out to be, Matt and Haggy swan song. The irony, people, the irony. It's very, very interesting. The NFL is the is it's the biggest and not the it's the greatest soap opera. It really, really is. It's so funny. Anyways. Well, Matt Stafford coming back after getting shut out. I thought that they were I teased the Lions and like two plays against Houston Texans last year, right? And the Texans blew out the Lions. And Matt Patricia got fired. This year, I like the Bears. I'm not going to overthink it. I know the Bears are the better team, just like I knew Houston was the better team last year. And I'm going to pick the Bears to cover the minus three. I like them to win outright, and I like them to cover. There's just nothing on the lines. I know it's going to be turkey day. It's going to be special. But, I mean, this is still a divisional game. The Bears will be ready to play. Whoever's playing for the Bears, they will be ready to play. They're better just in about every single area. Minus three. I mean, if the Bears won like two more games, this line would be minus six, minus seven. It just would be. It's minus three, flat three. Take the Bears. 1.5 units. That's play number one. Play number two is a turkey stuffer. Two-team parlay, Cowboys money line plus Bills money line, chalky as it gets, and guys, let me tell you this. You need to follow me on Twitter, at FreeNFLBets. I got this at plus 103 on DraftKings this morning. The line jumped to minus 8, minus 8.5 for the Cowboys at home against the Raiders, and the line jumped from 4, minus 4, a flat 4, guys, this morning, so five and a half for the Bills. This will close eight and a half for the Cowboys. May, may, maybe a flat eight. Maybe a flat eight. I, I can see some love on Las Vegas plus eight and a half. But the Bills will close five and a half. Maybe even six. Maybe even six. Um, and I mean, it's just so obvious, guys. It's so obvious. So, I mean, if you tease these now, you're not going to get plus plus one oh three. And look, when I tease them, I know the line. It's it's not a traditional teaser. The Bills were -4, the Cowboys were -7 when I teased it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. But I knew that the lines were going to jump for both of these teams. And the lines at at the li- not the Lions, but the lines, the spread lines at minus seven and minus four for the Bills and Cowboys, they're just lines. I, I I don't love touching those type of lines. I just don't. They're just you. I mean, at a minus seven, you really have to believe that team is going to blow out the other team. Can the Cowboys blow out the Raiders? Yeah, absolutely. The Raiders are reeling, completely reeling. Okay. I, I can't even pronounce the coach's name. Bissachia, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, I'm like, really good. I'm not trying to knock the name or or the coach. I can't pronounce it. It's Bissachia. Look, the Raiders are lost. All the turmoil. I bet them last week, and I really thought that was a sharp play. And trust me, I love the Bengals. I really do. So it was really hard for me to go against the Bengals because I love what the Bengals are doing. And pick the Raiders, but I was like, Hey, you know what? The John Gruden situation happened, the Henry Rugg situation happened, the Damon Arnett situation happened. They played poorly on prime time, they're gonna come out and they're gonna give the Bengals everything they got, and they didn't. So, I can't buy on the Raiders, I just can't do it. But just when you don't think you can't buy on a team, they're probably the perfect team to buy on. So, that's why I was like, You know what? I'm not playing the spread in this one. I'm eliminating the spread. I know the Cowboys are going to win at home on Thanksgiving, even without C.D. Lamb, even without Amari Cooper. I don't know if C.D. Lamb's going to play. He might play. It doesn't matter to me. Cowboys are more talented, talented than the Raiders by a small margin, honestly, but they have better leadership. They have better more expectations than the Raiders do at this point. Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving, I can't go against that. That's the first part of the teaser. The second part of the teaser. Bills, Mafia, circle the wagons. What is going on with the Buffalo Bills? I mean, guys, look, I picked the Colts plus seven and a half last week. Okay, don't get me wrong. That line was inflated last week. There's no way the Bills should have been a minus seven point favorite against the Colts. The Colts have been playing good football. That was a bad line. But I still thought the Bills were going to win last week. Okay, what do they do? They, they lost, uh, I mean, guys, they've lost some bad games now. They lost to the Titans. And, and I don't want to hear it from anybody. I don't want to hear it. Stop. Don't at me on Twitter. Don't do it. The, the Titans are phony. 100% phony. They are the biggest fake good record team in the NFL. I said it last year. I'm going to say it again this year. They are phony. They got lucky against all those teams. They got lucky against the Bills. And I'm not just saying this because I'm salty because I had a big bet on the Bills money line against the Titans that night on Monday Night Football, and Josh Allen slips on a quarterback sneak, and they lose. So, guys, look. And then they lost to the Jaguars, and then they came back, and they beat the Jets, by a margin, and they beat the, the Dolphins barely in the fourth quarter after their bye week. They bounce back after bad losses. They're going to bounce back this week, even in the Big Easy, even in New Orleans. They'll bounce back. New Orleans is a little lost with uh, their quarterback situation. They're bad against the pass. I like Emmanuel Sanders facing his old team. I like Stephon Diggs, I like Dawson Knox, I like Cole Beasley, I like Josh Allen to bounce back. Josh Allen is a superstar. He proved it last season. He's proved it at times this season. He's going to prove it again in primetime, last game of the night. He's going to be sitting on it all day. He said he's been playing bad. He's going to pick it up. He's going to show out. He's going to prove it to everybody why he is one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL I love this teaser, guys. I might make it a 1.5 teaser and put 0.5 on this thing with with worse juice. But right now, let's just leave it at one unit plus 103 on DraftKings. Again, you're not going to get this line unless you follow me at FreeNFLBets on Twitter. That's where I release all of my official plays when I bet them. So you get the line that I get when I bet that team. All right, guys. So that's the first two plays of the week for, for Thanksgiving Day. The last two plays for Thanksgiving Day are player props. And I've, i I came out the gate hot in the beginning of the season, and then I've kind of cooled off with my player props. I was really great at player props. I cooled off. I've done some, you know, inner thinking and self-evaluate self-evaluation of what's going on, how come I'm not doing a good enough job of this. And guys, it just comes back to my rules. Rule number one with player props, you have to know, uh, like, basically 90% of the time, how is this NFL game going to pan out? What is the game script? If you cannot predict the game script accurately, you have no business... I mean, I'm telling you, unless there's just a really bad line, you have no business touching that game for a player prop. You have no business, okay? Just absolutely no business. Now, here comes the tricky part, right? How can you balance the game script with the matchup advantages? And that's where I'm kind of in, in between in this one, right? I'm kind of in between in this one. But I feel like I know the game scripts very very well in this game. That's just my hunch. And it's it's a really good hunch. Okay. So some games are super obvious and you just know it. These game scripts, I feel very confident in them. And I'll probably add maybe two or three more player props for the Thanksgiving Day games because I feel that confident in the game scripts. The game scripts are this. For the Chicago Detroit game, Chicago's going to be in control or within a one-possession game the entire time. So what does that mean? It means Detroit, especially with Jared Goff. They're going to be throwing the ball, guys. They're going to be throwing the ball. Chicago traditionally has a good run defense. They haven't been showing that lately, but they should be a little more healthy this week. A- Akeem Hicks should be back this week. I think he should be back. Hopefully he's back. Anyways, they still have a pretty good run defense, even with all the injuries that they have. Okay, they should be able to stop the kind of red-hot run offense of the, of the Detroit Lions. So I expect a lot of passing from Jared Goff, short passes. I'm looking for reception props. that are not out yet for some players that I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for in the first game, the second game. Dallas is going to control the game. It might be close at halftime. It might be close halfway through the third quarter. But I can guarantee you this. Dallas will not be down by more than two scores during this game. So what does that mean? And, and, and just a second before I get to that. I really believe, and I know this is crazy, and I might be completely wrong on this, but still, even if I'm completely wrong on this, I won't be completely wrong, and wrong on this until the second half. Dallas is not going to blow out the Raiders in this game. Until maybe the late third or early fourth quarter. They could blow them out. But I think Derek Carr, I think Hunter Renfro, I think Darren Waller, I think Brian Edwards, and I also think Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr are going to play very well on Thanksgiving. And that's why I couldn't take the spread, guys. That's why I couldn't take the spread. But with that said, I think this will be kind of a close game. And with it being kind of a close game, I like Dallas staying within their game plan. And I also like Dallas not having their key wide receivers. C.D. Lamb's probably not going to play, and Amari Cooper's probably not going to play. Those are their two best wide receivers. So, guys, I mean, it's obvious, it's chalky, but my first player prop of the week is 1.5 units, Ezekiel Elliott, over 62 and a half rushing yards. Minus one hundred fourteen on FanDuel. I mean, I thought about I mean, I feel good. I feel really good about this one, guys. I mean I really do. His home versus road rushing yards per game. And also just yards per carry are staggering. All right, Tyron Smith, the left tackles looking to play this week. They're pretty healthy on the O line. And it's just proven that Las Vegas doesn't have a very good run defense. They just don't. I I don't know. It looks like they have pieces. It looks like they have talented players there, and for some reason they just cannot stop the run. I don't know. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's discipline. I don't know. Anyways, all that I do know is this: the Cowboys should lean on Ezekiel Elliott heavy this game. He, this this is a really buy-low spot, guys, because he's had three three or four bad rushing performances in a row. But there's been some bad game scripts. Uh, I think two out of the four games have been bad game scripts. One was just a bad performance, and the other I forget. But anyways, Ezekiel Elliott is going to get the ball. He's going to have a day on Thanksgiving. This is a primetime game. He's going to show out. He He's, he's a primetime player, guys. He thinks highly of himself. Even if you think he's declining, for him to get over 62 and a half rushing yards, come on guys, don't overthink this one. He's getting in over 62 and a half rushing yards. I like him to have a 100-yard rushing day. Big day for Zeke. That's the first play of my player props for week number 12 on Turkey Day. 1.5 units, Ezekiel Elliott over 62 and a half rushing yards. Second play, and continue with my game scripts. The Buffalo Bills are going to win this game, guys. They are. I, I can't... Guys, I have such great gut feelings, okay? Just, I, I've watched the NFL since I was seven years old, so that's like 20 years, 20-plus 20 years, where I have just watched this thing every Sunday just non-stop. Non-stop, guys, okay? I know these teams... I know the history. The Saints are reeling. They've lost their identity. I understand they're at home. I understand it's in New Orleans. I know the situation. And it could be just a field goal game. It could be a close game. But the Bills are going to win this game. Worst case scenario for this player prop is that the Bills blow them out. But I don't think the Bills do blow them out. I think this is a close game. I think it's a one, maybe two possession game. And with that said, I love former players coming back to the team that they played for and having a good day or scoring a touchdown. Now, I took the having a good day approach over scoring a touchdown. And I think there's only one player on the Bills that played for the Saints. On offense, at least. That's Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is coming back to New Orleans, friends, and yes, his time there was very brief, but still, nonetheless, he played there, and Emmanuel Sanders has had two or three bad weeks in a row where his numbers aren't very good, and they're not as high as they were in the first six weeks of the NFL season. Emmanuel Sanders averaged like 60, 70 yards a game the first six games of the season, His player props is at 41.5 receiving yards. I took this 1.5 units. This is my second player prop of the week, guys. I love this play. 1.5 units. Emmanuel Sanders over 41.5 receiving yards. Minus 115. Caesar uh, Caesar Sportsbook. Friends. New Orleans Saints has an amazing run defense. Friends. Buffalo Bills cannot run the football. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are not getting the job done so much that they are now giving Matt Breida rushing attempts. And Matt Breida is out rushing both of them. And also, Josh Allen has been running the ball better than anybody on the team. What does that mean? Friends, this is what it means. The Bills are going to have to throw the ball this game in order to win and in order to score points. So even if they're down and there's a shocker, the Bills will have to throw. Even if they're ahead and they want to milk the game or ice the game, they will have to throw. So what does that mean? Guys, that means, that means guys, all, all these receivers. And, and look, Marshawn Lattimore is going to be on Stephon Diggs. So in, just in case Marshawn Lattimore plays up to his amazing all-pro NFL level, Stephon Dix could struggle. Who's not going to struggle is Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. If you want to take Cole Beasley props, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't disagree with you on that one. I think that's going to hit too. I'm going to keep it safe. I like Emmanuel Sanders coming back to where he used to play. And that's pick number four for the week on Turkey Day. So those are my four picks, guys, on Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. I'll recap them real quick. units, Bears minus three. One unit, two-team teaser, Cowboys money line, Bills money line. That was plus 103 on DraftKings. Two player props, first one, 1.5 units, Ezekiel Elliott, over 62.5 rushing yards. And then Emmanuel Sanders in the primetime last game of the night when we're counting our winnings from the first two games. It's 1.5 units. Emmanuel Sanders over 41 and a half receiving yards, guys. I forgot about to end the show. Let me get let me get to the rest of my stuff that I'm leaning towards this week and that I've already released. So again, follow me on Twitter at Free Bets. Let's make money together for free. You don't have to pay for a package. The next two plays that I've released this uh, week is the Falcons money line at the Jaguars. Um, Quick analysis on that. The Falcons have a better structured organization than the Jaguars do. They have a better coaching staff than the Jaguars do. I'm a bigger believer in Arthur Smith, the head coach slash offensive coordinator slash play caller, and Dean Pease, the defense coordinator, longtime NFL veteran defensive coordinator for the Falcons. Then I do Urban Meyer. Brian Schottenheimer, which I actually like for the Jaguars, the offensive coordinator there. And the defensive coordinator is some Ravens assistant that, you know, he's not doing a good job this year. Um look, guys, I just like the Falcons to get it done this week. Short number. I think they're I think they're a one point favorite now. So yeah, I'll take I took them Falcons money line minus one ten. Second pick, this is a bad line. Just slightly, not really. Packers minus one at home against the Rams. I know Aaron Rodgers' foot or his turf toe, whatever it is, it got stepped on, it's hurting him. He probably won't practice this week. He'll be fine, guys. I've had turf toe. And just a little context on me, I played Division I football. I played with players that got drafted in the NFL. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to football. And also injuries. I've had some injuries. The turf-toe situation, it's uncomfortable. A week off will be fine for Aaron Rodgers. He'll get some flexibility back with it. He'll get some less uh, tenderness to it. He'll be able to move around. I'm not worried about it. it. It can hurt. Don't get me wrong. It can hurt. But he won't be able to run full speed. But he'll be able to move around the pocket enough where he can still be Aaron Rodgers. And that's all I need to know. Packers minus one. I took that minus 110. The big play that I have on Thanksgiving football week, and this is a big turkey stuffer. This is pumpkin pie written all over it, friends. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line, minus 130 on FanDuel. Guys, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, And trust me, I bet the Colts last week. I told you. I bet the Colts last week. But the Colts are just really way overvalued right now. They're not that great of a team. They're a good team. They're well coached. They have some veteran players and some all-pro NFL players, especially with DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard on defense. Michael Pittman's coming on strong. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL right now. Guys, I get it. I get it. But, with that said, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the best run defense in the NFL. Vita Vea should be okay to play this week. Um, And they have Devin White and Levante David and Jason Pierre-Paul and Ndamukong Su and Shaq Barrett and... I mean, guys, come on. Indianapolis is not going to be able to run the ball. Jonathan Taylor will not be able to run the ball. Quinn and Nelson got hurt for the Colts' offensive line. Let's not forget about that last game. Okay? I don't know if he's going to be able to play. Even if he does play, it doesn't matter. Good on good. Best players against best players. This front seven for Tampa Bay is one of the best front sevens. And I've said this since last year. I think I've said this for two years now. This might be the third season. I've said this, guys. The Tampa Bay front seven on defense is one of the best front sevens in football ever. That's right. I said it. They're one of the best front sevens against the run ever. You're not going to run on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. So, Mr. Jonathan Taylor, I know you're all world. I know. I mean, shoot, you might be a future Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Not this week, my friend. Not this week. And what does that mean? It means we got Carson Wentz trying to throw the football. And guys, yes, Tampa Bay is handsy. Yes, Carson Wentz is like the king of under-throwing deep balls and getting pass interference calls. I'm not denying that. It might be a little bit of a close game. They might get a little bit of a lucky play call. But the X factor is Tom Brady, as we all know. And that Colts defense, guess what they do? They just sit back in zone. They don't play man-to-man. Tom Brady's going to pick them apart, guys. And then Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, they can run the football too. I mean, Tampa Bay's got a good offensive line. Tampa Bay is just on a mission right now. They've had their bad losses. They've had their bad road losses. I know this is a meaningless cross-conference NFL game. It really means nothing in terms of playoff tiebreakers for Tampa Bay. But with that said, they only have a small gap in the NFC South. They need to separate. They know that they have an easy schedule left. They play the Panthers twice. They play the Jets still. Okay. I I think they play another. They they play the Falcons another time. Guys, guys. They have an easy schedule after this. The only two games that the Buccaneers play are the Colts and the Bills. Okay, they play the Bills at home. Here they have to play the Colts on the road. This is their last true road game test of the entire year. They're going to come ready to play, and they know they need to keep winning. I love this. Uh, Guys, I love this pick so much. Tampa Bay, two units on the money line, minus 130. Take the spread out of the equation. That's my best bet of the week. Um, that concludes the show, guys. I will have trust me, I will have a lot more bets to place this week. If you want to know my bets, follow me on Free NFL Bets on Twitter. And that's all I got, guys. Again, I, the viewership's been growing every week. I'm so happy about it, guys, because one, we're winning, we're winning money together. And it's just, I have a lot of fun doing this, guys. I love the NFL. I love watching football, and I love talking about football, so this is awesome. Love that I have a platform to do this. And, again, follow me on Twitter for the rest of my picks this week. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Again, what is a better holiday than this, guys, right? Football, food, friends, and time off from work. I mean the I mean four great things guys. I mean literally even if you don't have good family and friends, you get football, you get the day off and you get food. I mean even even I mean you get food. You got to be thankful for that. If anything else, even if you don't have turkey, or you have great food, order something that you want to eat cheap from a fast food place, you get football, time off from work and food. It, it doesn't get any better than that, guys. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Free NFL Bets. Have a good one.